Welcome to the Coco Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. Network, and I'm your host for this afternoon, Aurelia Lyles, and this is our inaugural show for the 2020 season. Um, we've been away for a little while. We've been trying to figure out the direction, and I know you hear that coming from us all the time, but as you know, how things continuously change in the environment with social media and all of the other technologies that are out there, you have to constantly be on your toes and see exactly where things are and where you can kind of follow along with what's going on. And in some instances, you have to lead. And that is what we've been trying to do. We are back with a new show. And um, our guest for this show is supposed to be a Mr. Jeff Getty Gettleman. He has he is a Grammy-nominated producer. Now, the Grammys are tomorrow, so there's a possibility that he may not be able to make it with us. However, mm-hmm. his story is really interesting, and it's something that I really would like to share with you as well. In the meantime, while we kind of try to figure out whether or not this is how this is going to flow, I could just, you know, talk to you about some experiences that I've had over the past couple of months um, in my you know, while I was absent from all of you amazing listeners that I have, oh, I miss you so much. I it decided that I wasn't going to um, spend any more time with um, watching the news because the news had really gotten me depressed. And I really started to get anxious whenever I watched the news. And I just decided to kind of shut that door off or really shut that down and see where I was going to go in that regard. And It's interesting. When you don't know, sometimes you might be better off. Because when you do know, when you have the information and you know you are required to act on something, and that requirement can put pressure on you and create stress. And watching the news made me feel responsible for every last thing that I did in my world. And that is a lot of responsibility to put on yourself. And it can cause you to act a little paranoid and a little weird at times as well. But I am grateful that I have an amazing support system around me and amazing group of friends and people that I can go to and sit down and talk things out with and see, you know, get their perspective on what they believe and how they feel and how they view certain situations and it gives you a round the broad perspective on things that are going on in society and it helps you really kind of figure out where you fit in if you fit in what you know what you really want to do with yourself and that's what 2020 for me is all about it's a new decade oh my gosh we went from the you know 10s 19s now we're in the 20s and it's a whole new decade and you have to kind of figure out who you want to be in the new decade, what went on last year, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, although it has some impact on us today, is not what we necessarily have to do to follow. We have to 
I guess you could say, plow a trail for ourselves, create a path for ourselves that gives us the opportunity to move forward. Much like, you know, and it's interesting because I really want to get into the conversation with the guests who may or may not be able to join us. And it's, you know, it's interesting because his journey has been so amazing and so um, exciting. And it is a true American, you know, dream story. And you kind of wonder, you know, what does it take to create these amazing stories? That's what this show is about, you know, telling people what it takes to create amazing stories. And to reading and doing the background and research on on our guest gave me a really good sense of what it takes to be able to forge forward and create your own amazing American dream story. You know, I have to say that living in America is sometimes not very um, easy because there are a lot of things that we have to contend with. And in our different societies, because I say different societies, because you have um, different pockets of people who believe in different things and want to do different things and have different things. Uh, they all have their sets of rules and, and guidelines and all those things. And to fit into them sometimes is not always easy. I took some time out and I was even watching the Aaron Hernandez story. And I had a whole different take on that whole situation. And some may not agree with my take on the situation, but, you know, it was sad for me. It, it became a very sad situation. And a sad story, but it it was his it was his um, story, and the it transpired and, and and fell out the way it did. That's all I can say. It fell out the way it did, and it's unfortunate and sad. However, in this particular case, I'll give you a little background on Jeff Getty Gittleman, and if he ever has the opportunity to join us, you will know who he is. Um, he is uh, how can I put it? He is a multi-platinum producer, songwriter, arranger, and instrumentalist. Uh, He is Grammy-nominated, so um, in 2019, he had a huge body of work, and his huge body of work um, gave him the opportunity to produce Her, her, H-E-R. I used to know her is the title of the LP, Album of the Year, and if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, I recommend that you do because it is an amazing, amazing album. Uh, he also has had the opportunity to work with people like um, uh, J. Cole Anderson, Hack, Ty, Ty Dolla Sign, Camila Cabello, Jeremiah, Chance the Rapper, Mark Miller, Lettucey, Trinidad James, Brandy Usher, Mary J. Blige, Kelly Rowland. The list goes on and on. And what makes this so interesting is this. Um, he is a Moldovian native Jewish immigrant. And he found his guitar in the trash as a kid. And that is in itself a story. His father fixed up the guitar for him. And he learned how to play. He taught himself how to play the guitar. 
he learned English through Western music. That speaks volumes in itself because of the fact that, you know, not being a native of this country and um, teaching yourself and learning how to play an instrument and then learning how to speak a language in a country that you are, are not familiar with, that shows that he had the ability to want to be better and do more for himself than just let himself be consumed with all of the obstacles that were put in front of him. Um, from there, he, uh, let's see, he attended Berkeley School of Music and um, he started, he began playing jazz music professionally at the age of 14. Now, he's 14 and he's playing jazz music professionally, so his talent is just jumping out all over the place, which says at that age, he is going to be someone we will remember going forward. And it holds true. His first job was as Lauryn Hill's touring and recording guitar player. And then he led next by working with Alicia Keys. He um, formed in 2009, he formed a band called The Step Kids and released, released two full-length LPs on the Stone's Row Records. Um, you know, and it's really, in, for me, for me, I find it really interesting to see this kind of, um, this kind of story because it, it's like when you self-teach yourself, when you teach yourself something, you never forget how um, you learned it, and it makes it easier for you to teach others because you're not looking at someone who's standing in front of the classroom who's showing you how to do something. You're really going through all the different nuances that come along with finding out how do you get this, how do you do that. Uh, for example, uh, me becoming a radio blogger, a podcaster, self-taught, and I did take the opportunity to teach this whole type of um, occupation, as you want to call it, to middle school kids. And it was through my ability to understand the different um, challenges that I experienced, I was able to teach the kids more effectively because I had the hands-on. I had the pitfalls and all of the uh, experimentations that I needed to be able to find what would be the easiest way to get from point A to point B. And I'm saying that in regards to Mr. Gettleman. Um, he also um, became, he started the uh, 2005, he did the American Roots Music Program. And then 2015, the Grammy Camp. And in 2017, he formed the Duality School of Music. And when you are so talented and when you have learned and taught yourself, I find that, that it's innate for you to want to be able to teach others. And this is what I'm getting from, you know, doing the background research that I've kind of um, discovered through reading and, and just looking at the different um, endeavors he has participated in or created for himself. And being able to teach others means that you believe in the future and you have hopes for the future generations because if there is no one to teach, then there is nothing to learn and then there is nothing for the future, future generations. 
For example, if we look at a lot of the um, different types of jobs that were being um, marketed back, let's say, 30, 40, 50 years ago, most of them were craftsman jobs, you know, where they required you to use your hands a lot, you know, woodworking, steel makers, um, carpenters, plumbers, um, those kinds of jobs. And you had like a lot of chefs and, and, and those particular times, kinds of things that required you to get your hands in and get your hands dirty. Some of those jobs were very grueling on the body. When modern technology kind of came into play, a lot of those jobs were put to the side because everyone was looking to the future and focusing their attention on what would be the best for the future generations and such. And they let those other kinds of jobs just kind of fall to the wayside. Here we are today where there is a shortage in those particular kinds of craftsman jobs and there is a high demand. But if no one is truly teaching those jobs, then what really happens? What happens is you have these um, companies and these companies, they create these, these pockets of um, departments and they kind of go out and, and they say that they can do X, Y, and Z, and they do X, Y, and Z and charge you these astronomical amounts of money to fix your property or whatever the case may be. But when it comes down to like the really um, detailed work, they can't do it. Uh, you know, like the woodworking and recreating, and they use machines for it, but there are some things that a machine can't do that only a, a hand can do. And that is what you do when you decide that you're going to teach the future, you're going to teach. And you are giving life to the future of a particular industry. You're giving life to the future of a particular individual. You're giving life to the future of a, a particular type of music, a type of artwork, all those things you give life to it. And it's like you're letting that legacy continue um, through your teaching. And that's what most teachers do. They give life to our future. And we don't always see it, and we don't always believe that. And I think teachers are probably the most underpaid humans on the planet because of what they do and the responsibility that they take on. Uh, they are not compensated far enough or well enough for what they do. So, And um, that is in itself the truth. But this is what he is, and this is the individual that he is. And because he has accomplished so much and such a great deal and, you know, in such a short period of time because all of his work is within, you know, I can go back and look and see that most of his body of work that has been, you know, amazing and outstanding has been within 2000. So that goes to show you that in all the time that he's been creating and working and and making all these major strides in his career and having mass career success, he has also not forgotten to turn around and reach back to help future generations. And that in itself speaks volumes to the um, character of the individual. And although he has this great deal going on with him tomorrow, and I am definitely not upset that he wasn't able to make it on the show, 
I did want to make sure I took the opportunity to speak on this particular individual because of the amazing things that he is doing and has done. Now, I believe the school is in, uh, let's see what my, my paperwork says. I believe the school is in New Haven, Connecticut. That is correct. Um, the diversity, the duality school of music is in New Haven, Connecticut. And I don't care where it is. You know, the kids are getting something that they need because of the simple fact that we take out, and I know this is not about school systems and stuff of that nature, but it's about how much we're losing. We're losing so much um, because we're, we're taking away so much from our kids, the kids that need it the most especially. We're not allowing them the opportunity to be exposed to things, um, especially kids that are, are disadvantaged. They're not allowed to be exposed to the things that they need to be able to create um, dreams, period. Uh, they can't form their minds and wrap their minds around certain things because they've never been exposed to it. They have no clue as to what it is or what it could be. So, therefore, we limit them. Um, I'm not saying we limit them, but they are limited by the lack of, the lack of resources, the lack of time, the lack of opportunity, the lack of. And that's so um, ridiculous, especially today. You, We can go to the moon and you can kind of like go on your phone and talk to anybody in the world, but yet still um, we have a, a host of individuals in our community there that will never be able to know anything other than if we can't hear that police siren in the background, that's all that they will understand and know, and they deserve better and they deserve more. Our future deserves better and it deserves more, and we're not always able to do it and give it. And my hat goes off to any individual that will take the time out and volunteer their time and their services to a young person. One young person, a group of young people, even if it's just that, just by sitting down with them for five or ten minutes and just talking to them, hearing what they have to say and responding back to them, treating them with respect and understanding exactly what it is that they're trying to say and explaining to them what's right and what's wrong. You know, those are basic things that they do. And having um, a music professional, um, an accomplished music professional like Mr. Gettleman um, is an amazing feat to have because they bring their resources with them when they come into the classroom. So the kids who are exposed to these particular um, classes and these opportunities, they're getting far more than they could ever imagine. And I say that from experience because when I was young, I was exposed to a great many things. And um, when I look back today, I wanted to just sit in a chair and go, oh, my God, I can't believe that. I actually got to meet this person and sit with that person and talk with this person and be exposed to this and, and have all of these amazing experiences. And it let me dream, have dreams, think about what I wanted to do. Whether I became the, the, the dream that I had or not, I was exposed to it, so I know what it is and what it would take to get there. My choice, that was up to me, but I knew about it. I was exposed to it. I had the opportunity to be part of it. And this is what this is what Jeff Gettleman's story is all about. He came to a foreign land. He didn't know how to speak the language. He found something. He taught himself how to use it. He taught himself how to speak the language. He 
assimilated into the culture and became a true success. And now he's turning around and he's giving back to those people so that they would, too, would have some of the same opportunities or similar opportunities as to what he has. And he's helping and he's giving back. Not like he's sitting here and doing nothing. He is giving back. And that is important. And there are so many people who have become successful that don't always give back because they believe, I've got mine, let whoever get theirs. This is not his story. So um, that in itself is an amazing story. Now, if you want to catch up with him, you want to really know what he's all about and stuff, um, watch the Grammys and see if her is nominated as Album of the Year. If so, kudos to him because he's worked hard and he, he deserves it. And also, if you want to catch him, you can catch him on Facebook. He's um, FacebookJeff.Gettleman. Um, Instagram, at Jeff Getty. Twitter, at Jeff Getty. YouTube, Getty. And he's on SoundCloud, Jeff Getty. And I, you know, wasn't I, I have to thank Monica Alexander for um, bringing him to my purview because I didn't have all this information before me until, until she brought it to me, and I'm glad I had the opportunity. And I'll come back to you with more stories like that. Even if we don't have the guests come on the show, you know, we can still talk about it and speak about it because we need to know these little things about people who are out there doing amazing things who we don't even know about. And the more recognition they get for what they do, the more people will be able to have the experience to um, get involved in what they're doing and help or do more. Now, if uh, you really enjoy the show, I will be back again on Wednesday, and I will be doing my Etiquette is Essential. Now, for those of you who don't know what that is all about, Etiquette is Essential is um, a movement that I started a while back, a while ago while I was doing my um, community outreach with the kids, teaching them uh, etiquette essentials, etiquette techniques and tips. And I realized that um, coming across many different scenarios that it's not just the kids that need the, um, the finer points in etiquette and uh, home training. Um, it's everyone. So I decided to just do a series every week on different things that I've encountered. And I've had some recent situations that have caused me to really um, dust off a lot of those uh, tips and, and tricks that I knew and actually put them into practice. And I can share, I will be sharing that with you as well because there are so many different things that I have learned um, and I have experienced in the past, I guess you could say six or seven months, that has me believing that we all need this. So I'm going to go with that. So I believe we're going to, um, I mean, I'll, I'll leave the floor open for questions if anyone has questions because I can see that you're out there. But if not, um, we're going to um, talk about the show next Saturday. Next Saturday's show is going to be with um, someone that I'm familiar with as well. And her name is Coach Chica. She has a program called I Can Do 26.2 Kids. She is an amazing, phenomenal woman, just like what I said. Any individual that will take the time out and um, try to show kids how to be better, they are 
just exceptional people, and she is an exceptional person we will have on the show next week, and I'm really glad that I'm going to have this opportunity to uh, present to you her program and let you know how you can participate in it. She is just one phenomenal woman who uh, has determination and, and, and grit and a great sense of humor as well. So after that, I have to figure out exactly what's going to go on. I have to check with my team to see what they have lined up um, for me in regards to future shows. It is unfortunate that we did not have the guest today, but it does happen, and I'm not worried about it. And that is for that particular um, segment on the show. Now, I think I have a few more minutes, and if there are no... Um, Oh, I don't have a, oh, yes, I do have a few more minutes. And if there are n- no more um, callers or questions, I don't see. Um, I wanted to, well, you know what? I can hold that off to another show because we only have like five minutes, and I don't want to start going into that until the next show on Wednesday. So it'll be Wednesday at 7 p.m. We're going we're gonna to do our Etiquette is Essential um, series. So please, oh, that's what it was. Yes, um, we're gonna have a new relationship segment. Relationship segment come back on, and I don't know if you remember Dr. Linda. Well, she's coming back, and Dr. Linda right now she's preparing for her wedding. Um, she's gonna be married on Valentine's Day weekend, which is really special for her. But she'll be back in March to um, resume her relationship segments and. They're going to be filled with a lot of information. Um, she has a new twist, and I don't want to share that with you just yet, but we're glad to have her back. Um, there'll be some more people joining us as time rolls out, and I'll keep you posted on those things as well. So with that in mind, I am going to take a moment to thank each and every one of you for your continued support. Um, without you, I would have something um, I'd have to just talk to, to to 50 million people about the same topic over and over again. So this platform allows me to talk to you all at one time and let you listen to what I have to say. Uh, so I'm going to go now. And thank you again. Be well. Take care. See you on Wednesday and then again on Saturday. Um, Wednesday is etiquette. Saturday is um, Coach Chica. So I'll see you then. Be well. God bless.